everybody. Guess what time it is? Balls cast. <laughs> Woohoo! It is episode ninety-nine. What? Oh, ninety-nine. Wow. What? Ninety-nine. How is that possible? Sky. It is the summer. Crazy. Don't put balloons in the sky. Kills animals. <laughs> also, it makes Why Canada hate now? us. Well, oh. they need a little payback right now. <laughs> oh, poor Canada. Oh, man. I, this week's My Favorite Murder, they discuss the Cleveland Balloon Festival in the 80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh. it's just like... Still oh, one yeah. of the most epic disasters ever. Yep. Really? I didn't know anything about that. What's the scoop? How many millions oh, yeah. of balloons did they release? Uh, their plan was double what Disney puts out. Oh, and that was in the 80s? Yeah. That was, yeah. I think it was 86. Oh. oh, God. Huge environmental disaster. Yeah. Oh, that man. was a different time back then. Wow. Different time. There was, there was a storm. There were people out on the lake that never got found because the oh. balloons covered the lake. Oh. What? Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. I have yeah, to look balloon. that up. Balloon That's Fest awesome. 86, approximately 1.5 million balloons. Whoa. That should have been a lawsuit. Not, biode- <laughs> not biodegradable, I might add. Mm, but delicious. So yeah, everybody, it's the False Cast. Yay! <laughs> Without balloons. Hello, Without balloons. happy Sunday. It's Sunday, July 9th, brought to you by the Falls Free Press in beautiful Calga Falls, Ohio. We're here with Mike. Hello. Cassie. Hello. Jen. Howdy doodly do. Suzanne. Hello. And Steven. Yo. And Bart. Yay, Bart. Uh, thank you for joining us this episode. I, I still can't believe it's 99. I don't even know how that happened. Hmm. Well, it, we did 98. Yeah. And now we're on 99. Yeah. Oh. The next one will be 100. 99 bottles of beer yeah. on the wall. And then, and then we did 97 more before that. What? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. I mean, I you guess can count. Tech- Congratulations on math is hard. <laughs> Technically, we've probably done more than that because we've had get back in the kitchen, Suzanne. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. Yeah, I will. Oh, go make a sandwich. I will. Make me a sandwich. That's where I keep the best knives. No problem. I'm sorry, Bart. Go on. You were you were trying to you were trying to keep us in track, Mayo and we just lettuce and tomatoes hurting those cats. You <laughs> know, I want a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'll make you all sandwich. sandwiches. Oh, no problem. I Don't worry about the funny case. I said I want one. <laughs> I have half a Subway in my fridge. <laughs> Yummy. I love Especially Subway. chicken. Well, oh, it doesn't okay. take up much space if it's crumpled up. Like, oh, wait, never mind. What? Too soon. Oh. Oh, get out of here. Oh, I am so sorry That's for that, guys. So, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All our listeners, this is 99. If you want to stop listening before we hit 100, Say this that. is your chance. <laughs> Run away. We just get better and better. Do we? Yeah. I don't know. We should go probably listen to our very first one and see how, oh, God, how no. much better we are now. Oh, I'm sure we're a lot better. Oh, we have to be, so right? Are, are worse. I don't know. <laughs> what was our one comment that we were um, more boring, boring than a city council meeting or something like that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So bad. <laughs> Which that guy has definitely not been to a recent city council meeting. No. <laughs> <laughs> it can be very entertaining, that's for sure. So everyone, let us know what you think of the show. You can email us. Falls Free Press at gmail.com you can get a hold of us on facebook you can review us on whatever podcast that you use you know be that review number two be the number two it's not bad to be number two in life <laughs> unfortunately that's where it's going to be because we've only had one review we really have and that was probably in the very 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 beginning so yeah. but this is your chance tell us what you think if you're interested in working with the show working with the paper you can also get a hold of us there if you have an idea for an article submission, if you have yeah. an idea of someone we should interview. Yes. You know, please. all of those. Everything. Interview Anything. <laughs> Within reason. Yeah. Yeah, I'll interview whoever. That's fine. So. Even if you're a dick, we'll interview you. Yeah, we will. You might not like the outcome, but we'll do it. I will say that we have been always open to um, interviews and submissions from other people regardless 
contrary to what some people might think. You know, that's a really good point. In all seriousness, we are. We are open to hear from from anybody and everybody in their points of view. I mean, we're curious people, right? Or we wouldn't be doing this. We're kind of curious about what, you know, we don't want to stay in our bubble. We want to understand and know what the, you know, quote unquote, and I hate to say it because it feels like we're dividing. It's not a sports team, you know, the other side. We want to know what's going on. So in all seriousness, yes, if you are interested in um, civil discourse, civil discourse, as long as you're not rude, we will we will be respectful, too. And like, how long have have we been doing the paper? I don't know. Since 1932. I don't know. Gosh, when did it start? It's been probably five years. 2018. Okay, yeah, five years. Oh, man, yeah. In fact, um, I'm looking the first, because I believe this was in the first issue, the first deciphering democracy uh, was from July 17th, 2018. Oh, my gosh, almost a whole five years. So one of our first issues here was this month. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, and we were starting that way before that, too. So yeah, took us, you know, obviously a couple months to figure it all out so we've been going at this for a while so how is everybody doing this week anything exciting no still just uh captive captive laborers at steve's dad's house in hudson getting it ready <laughs> we had a painting extravaganza last weekend it was nuts. the entire upstairs um got the cat poop room the carpet had been ripped up and we sealed the floor and came back the next day and it still smelled like, no, so we put down another layer and painted the walls, uh, well, it, and it's better. It, we put down three coats on the floor, and then there's two spots that kept bleeding through, and I put, like, six coats on those, and the, finally they went away. Jeez. Yeah, so that's been sealed up. It's coming along. It's getting there. It's, uh, With ceilings, walls, I still have to go back and do the trim. And also downstairs, the office, the big office, we have to I, – I patched a bunch of cracks on the walls, and, yeah. and, and I did that. I, there was two giant holes in the in the garage and the – where somebody had, had hit, taken a car and shoved the workbench into the wall <laughs> and left the holes there for years, and then nobody knew they were there. So I had to pull it away, and I had to patch these giant holes in the wall, and one of them was next to an outlet. It was a big pain in the ass. And Yeah, that's been our life, just consumed. Yeah. And then the basement, we have to you know, rent a truck and pull a bunch of crap out. And uh, um, finally, because these are old, new old stock fixtures my dad had bought like you know 20 years ago and they, we have like thousands of them so i have to find a home for these things or not or, so new anymore well yeah, 30 they, years they're, ago they're 30. they're same they, they still have some use they're not completely obsolete so they're worth something to someone i just have to find that someone that wants them and you know i i don't even care i'll just have a dollar each at this point just give me a buck each and they and then they can sell them for five dollars each and then you know and i don't care just, I want them out of the house. So. Get them out. Yeah, get them yeah. out. And, and then I have to demo the old dark room, and then I have to uh, put use special paint to seal the walls, and my, I might even have to paint the floor. So it's good. Yeah, and the basement's huge. So it's, lots of good times, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So we play fun, fun and games. Hire, hired a landscaper. Hired a pre- somebody pressure wash, pressure wash the outside of the house. Somebody painted all the trim outside of the house. Painted the front door. Pressure washed the deck. I don't know if you've seen the weed lady, Claudia, on Talk of the Town. She's always um, no. showing pictures of 20 bucks an hour. She comes hour. out weeds. She did. She can't. She had to keep coming back because there were. She probably so has about overgrown. 30, 40 hours in that in our in the front yard. No, not Jeez. 40. She probably has 20 hours. No, it's more than 20. Wait, I know what I paid. So you are 20. stimulating. <laughs> you are stimulating the economy, Stephen, is what I'm hearing it's you say. It's over 300 bucks. You probably paid. Yeah. So less than 20. Uh, but it was a lot. It was a lot. That she, is she a lot. weeded for three and four hours at a time. It was nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. highly recommend. Shout out to Kaga Falls friend, Claudia. Yeah, and, and God bless her. She's 61 years old and she's still out there oh. bending over and plucking all the weeds. Good old school. for her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that now. Yeah. Yeah, me either. That's so why, I got, that's why I paid her. We have <laughs> electrician. We found an electrician um, on top of the town too. Super nice guy came over. Knew, yeah, the, the, took pictures. Uh, we took pictures and sent to him. He knew just what he needed yeah. to do. The, apparently, the 150 amp box uh, has been uh, has was recalled in the in the early 90s because it was defective because it was never properly UL listed and the whole company went out of business and then I, we didn't know this it was a fire hazard been sitting there for years. So he had came in and you know he replaced the box and yeah crazy. We went to Tiki Underground yesterday. That yep. was fun. They had a band out there. Saw saw your dad. Oh, yeah. Our dad Bart. And then and then it was the, and then the whole bunch all the people used to hang out at the gallery saw all them. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a fun time. It and was then, nice. Uh, we floated the river yesterday. That was fun. 
Yeah, a friend of ours was in town from San Fran, and we all just put a really impromptu float the river. Let's do it before it storms. In the last five minutes of the float, we got rained on. It was raining, yeah. Oh. But I had an umbrella yeah. because I was scared of hail. Yep. So, so she had an umbrella in her back, so she just got the umbrella out. So she was staying dry when else was getting wet. That was hilarious. Yeah, it was good. So we're still trying to find our fun in between all of our, our crazy house shenanigans. We were hell. Yeah. yeah. House hell. Ugh. Hell. We're, 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 in the, we're in the final throes of the things that we need to do, but the list is still long. Hopefully it's getting listed yeah. next month. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. That'll be a weight off your shoulders. How about you guys? I I mean, nothing as exciting as that, that's for sure. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Kathy? I think you've gone downtown a couple times, haven't you? You went to the um, Irish Festival? Did we talk about that already? Yeah, we did. Okay, you can cut that out then. I'm sorry, Bart. There's another First Friday recently. We keep missing all the First Fridays. I know. Same here. Yeah, I went to uh, Lock 3 a few weeks ago. Mm, maybe that was what I was thinking. Yeah, for the ELO tribute band, which is really good. You like ELO, but they're really good. What about you, Bart? Anything exciting? Nothing too exciting. I did a day road trip with my family, and we went and visited the Mothman. I saw pictures of that online. That looked pretty awesome. <laughs> what is? Who is that? What is that? What was That's that? That's the uh, the cryptid of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Oh. The uh, Silver Bridge collapse of in 1960, I think 1967. It's supposed that the Mothman was oh. like a harbinger of death that oh, led gotcha. to it, when gotcha. in reality it was an old bridge that collapsed. <laughs> yeah. The story's better. Urban legends are interesting. <laughs> but it was an interesting. It was interesting trip down there and back. Nice downtown there. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've I've just been enjoying the weather during my week off from work. Oh, you had the week off? That's nice. Yeah. And trying not to get heat stroke because unfortunately that happened. <laughs> uh, oh. You did get heat stroke? You said? I did. Oh, no. great. Oh, oh my goodness. Ew, recently? You've been drinking enough water, man. Yeah, that's it. I, I, I've been, I think I've downed at least a couple gallons in the last day or two. Oh. Oh, my. Yeah, heat stroke is no joke. No, it could fuck you up. But other than that, no, just trying to keep busy. Looking for a Sasquatch. Exactly. Who's back at Jimmy Biggs, right? Yes. He's got a new one. I did did put a round table, but yes. The platform is awesome. I hope they got it, like, really, really secured. But, yeah, it's back. (laughs) It's good that he's back. What is he made out of? Is it, like, rubberized? I thought it was cement, like a concrete mold. Yeah, he's I believe yeah, that's a concrete, a, yeah. Concrete? Yeah. Oh, man. Those not, are the ones. That's like, what the, yeah, that's what the ones at Harville are. Yeah, they're, okay. they're, they weigh a lot, so that's not. I'm sure there's a camera, video camera, surveillance camera now. I'm sure, yeah. Oh, definitely so. now, yeah. 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 Out of the great Northwest comes the legendary Bigfoot, who eight years ago saved a young child lost in the vast wilderness and raised that child until he grew up to be Wild Boy. information about the new silver swan soon to be reopened this summer as rise and shine yay gonna check it out i've read the complaints about why changing the name but that's i mean it's their business they bought it they can do whatever they want with it yeah why are they bitching about the name change i didn't see anything about that it's their their new owners they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want yeah that irritated me the business yeah i'm sure fred would approve you know Yeah. yeah oh whatever People can just blow it out their bungholes. God forbid something change. Oh, the world is changing. Oh, no. Oh, dear. It's a fucking restaurant. Wow. Game. Sorry. I, I railroaded the good news with the Steve Lance. Sorry, <laughs> sorry Bart. Karen's, Karen's are just. Anyway, we're glad to see that reopening soon with an yeah. expanded yeah. menu. Yeah. Yes. So who are the new owners? The new owners are Laura and Mike Gergerich, who also own Doodle Drive-In. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, then that the place new, is awesome. Yeah. The new manager, Rachel Jernigan, is from Kent and has 30 years of bartending experience. 
So she's going to be adding more drinks to the menu. I'll be adding some flights. And then they also plan to bring back open mic night and work on opening the outdoor patio. That should be great. That'd yeah. be good. That was that was always a staple for open mic nights. You know, that was I knew a lot of people who went there. It was every Thursday night, you know. That was just you were down at uh what used to be called what, Tasty Jones, which I think is a pharmacy now, which may have changed names again down the valley, and then they would go over to Silver Swan on Thursday nights or you know, yeah. That was just what we did. And I think I read, they, were, they were going to concentrate on breakfast at first, right? Is that correct? They're, that's their focus. Yeah, for... they're going to keep up with the breakfast. Yeah, delicious. It's been so popular already. Mm-hmm. Delicious. And I think they're supposed to like be offering various bourbons, too. Isn't that why it's called the rice? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're focusing on bourbon, pairing bourbons and stuff. Okay, yeah. sure. I'll I'll drink it. I'm there. Mm-hmm. Put it in front of me. I'll, I'll yum, yum, yum. <laughs> I will suffer through it. Yes, terrible stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't want yours? I'll take it. Nope, nope. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Next, some much lighter news. Hydrant flushing begins this week. Oh, you don't, yay! You don't know why the you don't know why hydrants get flushed by doing this at specific locations first. It helps remove a higher degree of sediments from the water, and then the city's website will be regularly updated on which zone they're working on. Oh, okay, good. All right. So you can keep track of that to see when they're going to do it in your neighborhood. Exactly. Don't freak out when you see red water. Yeah, that, that's why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, the next round of gap financing loans for qualifying Cogga Falls businesses is they're accepting applications through September 30th. And this is all part of the American Rescue Plan Act and being administered by the Community Improvement Corporation of Cogga Falls. Could, could, do you have any more details? Can you can we can we extrapolate on that and talk about it? What 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 exactly is a gap loan and why would you want one and who usually gets one and what are the well, advantages over this over other loans? Do you know any of that information? Yeah, this well these loans are between fifty thousand and a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. And they're to basically use they're used and designed to help new and existing businesses in the area basically undergo expansion and the it basically covers up to 30% of the total project cost. And was it there special financing that you can get it or is it or is it it's it's not a it's it's a loan I'm assuming it's not yeah. a well a grant. yeah pa- and then payments towards the loan they're deferred for up to a year. Okay. So they're deferred for a year right. and then they have a 10 year term at 3%. Yeah. At 3 3%. Oh that's low. Yeah. Very that's low. super low. That's yeah. amazing. Nice. Nothing's at 3% right now. No. But then uh, approvals for these come every qu- uh, happen every quarter, and they're a first come first serve basis hmm. until the year's funding is gone. Okay. Oh wow, that's cool. neat. But so this quarter goes until the end of September. So any businesses that are looking, you know, anywhere in the city, anywhere in the city. You know, what, guys, are, are, guys, are, guys. I heard that there's a state road. Did you know that? <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yes, I heard that. Oh, yes. so those, and those businesses can use this. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. wow that's sorry, a, sorry that. Yeah. Okay, that's well, there you go. And, yeah, and, they, that, yeah. and that's a plan that the Democrats passed. Yeah, imagine that. What? What? Yeah. Oh yeah, those Democrats they passed that. Huh. The American plan. Yeah. Weird. Mm. But so if, who can they contact to get more information about that? They can contact Ma- Mary Spoggy. I know I'm saying your name wrong. I know yeah. I've heard it too. But you can email her at spaugy at cityofcf.com, or you can call her. I'm going to put all this information in our show notes so that you can just click and get a hold of her right there. Cool. Perfect. Okay, I'm really excited about this next one we're going to talk about. Suzanne, if you want to. Okay. The Humane Society of Summit County will be moving from Twinsburg to the Falls upon City Council's vote on the building construction this week. They will be moving to 752 West Portage Trail. This will bring 55 jobs to the city, and the building and parking lot will use less than 20% of the parcel they plan to build on, leaving the remainder of the land undisturbed. Oh, wow. Barring any issues, the groundbreaking is scheduled for July 21st, coming up, and expected to be completed August 2024. I, th- that is, the Humane Society is where we got our, our little doggy, and so my heart is very much with them. 
and we like to go to that thrift stop, um, Happy Tales, um, mm-hmm. right down there. And we happened to be there this weekend. And I was asking um, some of the workers there, and they were they're super excited about it because at the Twinsburg, they kind of had to retrofit it to make it a shelter and make it kind of appropriate for the animals that they keep. But this one's going to be specifically designed to be a shelter. So I'm super excited about it. Um, I definitely think that what they do is amazing. They're a no-kill shelter. They take care of, you know, a ton of animals, not just dogs and cats. When we were there, I think they had some bunnies there and different types of animals that you can um, adopt if you're looking in for that market. So, yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. I think that's great. I'm glad that's going to be in Cuyahoga Falls and it's going to be, you know, a great facility. So, yay! Where exactly on Portage Trail? Is that that's over State Road or is it? Is yeah, it... it's going down the hill towards Timbertop. Oh, it's on okay. The south All side. Right. So it's just uh, just past, uh, was it DeCarlo's Pizza? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's so that, right next that's to the storage area. facility there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like the fact they're leaving spot. green space, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right now, it is just a green space. Yeah. And so that's part of why they're only going to use part of the parcel leaving so they can leave everything the way it is yeah good plan make it more economically friendly love it and next something that i didn't even enter into there because i was not paying attention (laughs) well you found it now bart so there you go it's like oh there's the two words that's all it says (laughs) hey get everyone fire tower oh (laughs) fire tower Uh, yeah, that that thing has been that's an interesting um topic there. Not in my backyard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Oh my God, the end of the world. Well, I agree that you don't be burning structures in a residential area, and that it's designed to be burned. But, if you but, think that's what's going to happen, yes, I would agree, and I would agree. But, I agreed with it before I became a little bit more um understanding educated. on what it's going to be. Yeah. Because my thought, too, is like, why would I want that in my backyard? Because of smoke. However, did you guys know that we can have how big of a, a like a five, five, foot. five foot bonfire that in right. Cuyahoga Falls, we're allowed to have a five foot bonfire. I think all of us have experienced people in, in, in an improved fire in, in an approved fire pit. It has to be or whatever. Yes. I don't care how it's built. You're going to produce a ton of smoke. I personally have trouble breathing when people are doing fires even the small fires that are beside my can't even do a fire in our backyard because it causes me to have breathing issues so i agreed i was like oh this is a problem because they're talking about it's by us a playground and it's by this and by that i'm like oh this is bad but this thing is going to produce less smoke than an average bonfire i mean this is what they they have to meet certain epa requirements to be able to do this they're only going to do it in certain conditions when the wind isn't blowing and all that different stuff. And it's going to contain. They have these filtration systems and all this different stuff. And this building, this facility is not just going to be a burn tower. It's going to have other different types for um, our firefighters to be able to um, train and and hone their skills on firefighting. So I think we should be looking, my personal opinion, def- this is not the opinion of the false cast, but this is my opinion that I think that they should look for other places sure right i mean just let's look around to see if there's a better place to put it but i don't think it's going to be that big of a deal if we do happen to keep it where it is i would feel more comfortable after learning and reading a little bit more about what it is going to be i trust our fire chief our fire chief says that it's going to be safe and they're going to do everything in their power to make sure that it's not going to cause these issues that everybody are concerned about and i don't see any reason why he would lie about that. So I trust him. And I think that it's going to, it's going to just make our firefighters better, right? We That's what we want. And I think everybody agrees with that. Everybody, even the people that are saying, no, not in my backyard, which I think they have a valid point. I, I'm not disagreeing that they don't have a valid point, but that's ultimately what we want. We want to make sure our firefighters are actually prepared to take care of these disasters, you know, that we have. Unfortunately, <coughs> people have house fires. So did I miss anything about it? I'm sorry, Bart. I kind of took over no, your. No, I'm glad. I agree with what you say because um, the the chief should be the subject matter expert in it all, and if he says it's okay, then I think yeah, we have no reason not to believe his expertise, right? 
Right, right. I mean, you know, there is, and like I said, they have to follow certain, I mean, I understand that, you know, there has to be a certain structure surrounded if you have a backyard fire, you know, that's going on, but you don't really have to follow all of these rules and regulations like they will have to follow to make sure that we're not emitting, you know, dangerous um, fumes into the air and everything. And I saw a rendering of the building and it looks nice. It's a big building. It's a lot. When I first saw it, I'm like, that looks bigger than just, you know, a fire tower. So they will have other kind of kind of trainings in there as well. So it'll be interesting. Uh, Bart, do you have the date that they're going to listen to residents on that? Um, let me pull that up here. As you're looking at that, um, you know, the whole, all the comments on social media remind me of when Front Street was getting redone and everyone's, all the people were saying it wasn't going to be wide enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a lot of people, everyone's a specialist on on social media, but they don't want to listen to the specialists that actually knows what they're doing. They don't want to listen to the experts. It's yeah. I remember said people said that people were going to drive into the clock tower at like the five miles an hour. It's so poorly designed. Yeah. It's all the arm. It's just like goes back, harkens back to the old, all the armchair scientists who think they knew better than the experts, the virologists and everyone else. Because oh, because there's some guy YouTube said it. Oh, because I can tell I read some. Oh, you don't know fucking shit. Well, you can't no. look at conspiracy theories, but now look, uh, 50% of the water supply in the United States is contaminated with PFAs. You know, mm-hmm. and you don't know what you don't know until it's giving everyone cancer or Parkinson's disease or Alzheimer's. So Correct. there's, Correct. you know, I don't know what kind of chemicals that they use in in a burn house, but I know firefighters have a much higher incidence of particular diseases because of the, the toxins that they're exposed to. And that's right. for real fires. That's not for testing and training. I mean, they're getting that because they're going into houses that they can't control the chemicals and the things that they're going into. I mean, when we're talking about a burn tower, they, they are designed specifically not to have those kind of chemicals that are going to cause cancer or like anything like that. Or- right. So, yeah, well, that needs that kind of information yeah. needs to be disseminated to the public. So that, it, it is yeah. being I mean, that's the yeah. thing. It is being out there. They are talking about it. There's articles out there. I all I had to do was a quick Google search and I was able to find it. And I don't think that there is. I don't believe that there, everybody that has an issue with it are li- listening to conspiracy theories and stuff like that. However, I also think that there are some people out there that are trying to pull a political stunt by making it seem like, you know, the the administration that we have right now are trying to kill our children. And that's what's frustrating to me when people are sitting there acting like this is going to be the worst thing that ever happened. And this, of course, this is the mayor's fault and this is his decision. That is when I'm like, full stop. This is ridiculous. This should not be a political thing. We should not be saying my side, your side, whatever. We should be looking at the facts and looking at and saying, okay, what kind of information is out there? What kind of studies have been done to do this? How secure is this going to be? And if there's legitimate concerns, which I believe there's legitimate concerns, there absolutely is legitimate concerns. We need to address those. But let's not take it into a political fight where people are going to start like, I, I don't know. That is what I'm seeing on social media. And that's what's bothering me is the political crap that's coming along with it. And people are not going to take the time to do their research on it. They're going to listen to, you know, the people they trust. My or site pe- says this. Or people that just I, I make like, the deal I, right. I, I, like, I like so-and-so and he says yeah. this. Therefore, yeah. it must be true. And the yeah. Democrats are lying. Well, it's a it's a gut instinct a lot of times. A lot of people believe what they think is a gut instinct. My gut instinct when I heard about this, I went, oh, I wouldn't want that in my backyard because of the things like we're talking about, the smoke and all that different stuff. But when I started really looking into it and understanding it, if they had it in our neighborhood, would I be completely happy with it? No. But would I be that scared about it? Absolutely not. I mean, I'm more worried about Joe Smo down the street who's drunk off their butt, you know, having a fire in their backyard than I am worried about our firefighters who are trained professionals who do one hell of a job knowing what they're talking about, knowing what they're doing and in a controlled environment. It's a a building that's designed specifically to be caught on fire and put out. Correct. Over and over again. In different Correct. scenarios, it's for training. Of course, it's going to be indestructible and yeah. not going to burn to the ground. And there's also there's firefighters standing there setting the fire and putting it out immediately. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. the information says that the building itself is steel or metal, but the building itself yeah. does not burn. And it's going to have, you know, the clean wood um, and straw, I think it said, to burn. And it would not be. And they're trained in chemicals, so th- they should be the most 
aware of chemicals and what's going to be safe or not safe. Not that 30 years down the road, they might determine something's in the tree that wasn't. Sure, sure. But they're, yeah. like, as of today, they're the most qualified to say. They are, and they are, they're, yeah, yep. And they're not going to put their people there. At risk. They think yeah. they're going to put their people there. And they said it was, like, going to be, like, 20-minute burn at a time or something. Yeah, and only, like, at very specific times when yeah. the weather is perfect for it. If the weather starts picking up and there's some, you know, wind that isn't meets this certain requirement, they will stop doing the the training and stuff. So it sounds like they're really looking at it, really, really thinking about it, really considering it. This is not just some willy-nilly idea that, you know, those crazy Democrats are coming up with. I think that it's really thought out. And I do encourage anybody that has issues with it or concerned about it to go to the city council and bring up your issues. What I don't like, again, is when they're trying to make it political and trying to just stir up the public to say this is what they're doing. They're trying to, like, kill our little children. How dare they? Well, it's the same. They're just grasping at straws. So they don't have anything. The, the administrations do a wonderful job. And any any a lot of the complaints that they have are based on on, on just hyping up shit that isn't making something out of nothing. That's right. what they're doing. It's it's classic, classic, you know. Well, this is the way say that this part is well, making something out of nothing. No, 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 but, 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 but to politicize that. You do have to realize that this is not the first burn building building that we built anywhere. This They right. built <laughs> thousands and thousands of them at all different yeah. kinds of fire burns all yeah. over the world. They know how to build them. There's plans yeah. on the shelf. And they're they're they have by the by now they have made them awfully safe and off and they know how to manage the smoke that comes out of them. They know they there's formulas already available for these people to follow. This is not new technology. This is not a new building they're pulling out of their ass. They they I'm sure <laughs> they've done all their research and there's people experts that design these buildings for a living. Yes. It's probably I'm in and it's oh a, yeah we got engineer yeah the engineers that I are disagree just, that not, it's stupid. Well, I'm no, sorry. I mean, trust, the, trust the goddamn. everywhere. I get it. And but, trusting. But, uh, but they have to train. Of course they, they, they have, have to train. train. I'm and, just saying. And they're making to... it as safe as possible. Well, I guess tell Camp Lejeune that. That's you're, that's ridiculous. And that, that's the, not. That's, that's ridiculous. There's munitions and chemicals and that's the all army. these things. Totally different. Marines. Okay. The well, Marines. Marines. you yeah. know what? I think this is actually. That's the U.S. military. And it's an industrial complex. And that's years ago. And Very long time ago before they even even cared about any of that shit. And tens of thousands of people are ill now because well, of it. And there's class action lawsuits. And there's big giant studies that support have to the last. military. Just saying, you know, the, and same the government. Thing with Everything Air- they can, they can do. Government can do whatever they want because support the government, support the military. So I think this kind of proves that dangerous chemicals that people nothing, don't know anything about. Nothing. I'm being an about. asshole. Okay, we'll go be an <laughs> asshole somewhere else. I I'm think this kind of proves that, that we have, can have disagreement with even within our own, if we quote unquote, political parties. I of mean, course. Jen is making very valid points. And, but I'm not making it about Democrats or Republicans. Exactly. I'm making it about w- that we don't know what we don't know and right. to take every precaution to be safe, to protect our resources well, already, in our community. My point is, is they're, they're already do. doing that. And that's built into the pro, and, 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 into what they're doing. They've already. Well, they, my point is that. that people used to do that 25 years ago, but they no, didn't, they do, didn't it do that 25 they, years ago. They didn't care as much. They had. And they didn't know as much. No, and they didn't care as much. That's bullshit. They just. When did the EPA it, come out? The information they, that they had at the time, and you they knew about the time. design that stuff. They didn't fucking care. They left the oh, shit. Oh boy. Well, you know, I'm working with patients who are suffering from terrible diseases because they were exposed to burn, burn pits in the first Afghani war. Um, you know, they didn't know it, what they didn't know, the but now they war. do. We're talking about the Afghan war. That's another country. So, you know, that's, that's the United States, you know, military sure. apparatus yeah. being exposed that's to right. that and doing that. That's some guy who's not not environmentalist saying, burn that. We need to get rid of it. That's what that is. <sighs> And now they don't do shit like that, or they have different protections in well, place. I'm sure they that, do it in other countries, not here. I don't know. But I'm just <clears throat> saying that lots of precautions need to be in place. And even when you say it's as safe as possible, they're making, be prepared to they're making know it, something they're trying, 20 they're, years they down the road. They are trying to make it as safe as possible with the information they have now. Okay. And, well, that's, that's, and, that's, and that's all anybody, anybody can do. Right. Well, plus, it's easier, I think, to your argument, though, is I think it's easier to control what's happening in a controlled burn for a fire thing than what's than what's happening in a war zone or in a military thing because there's a lot going on over there not just with decision to burn but what's in that environment when they do burn something yeah. that's totally yep. out of control well yeah. some of the things that get me is you have a controlled fire which is going to be two to three feet in size according to fire chief martin in in a controlled environment that's purpose-built for that 
you know, with trained people versus, as we said before, you know, Joe Schmo down the block with a up to a five foot bonfire burning who knows what. Yeah. What you know, did he pull out of that hundred year old home? Could be, yeah. We're pulling crap out of our home. Oh, I'm just going to burn it. You know, I mean, can't say I'm not guilty for burning trim, you know, that I had here, you know, way back. But I'm just like, you know, I would rather be around the smoke. If I had my choice between the two, I'd rather have a smoke from a clean burn from an environment that, you know, where it's going to be the impact will be minimal versus Joe Schmo burning who knows what, you know, down the street. Yeah. And then like some of the comparisons that I don't necessarily agree with that people were saying, well, you know, the average resident couldn't build a 40 foot structure or four story structure oh, in your God, backyard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, residential is not zoned for that. You know, fire and schools, they're, they're conditional zoning. So the zoning allows for that. You know, they can have exemptions for that. You know, yeah, of course you can't do that on your residential property. You know, we're not zoned for it. You know, so that comparison is yeah. kind of moot. That was, you that, know, was a, but, that was a bad cop. Yeah, that was that was. I mean, I'd love to have a 40 foot tower in my backyard. You know, I can do whatever. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> pay no attention, Kathy. You your neighbors would not like it, but. <laughs> Yeah, well, it'll be interesting when it's up, you know, up for discussion in a public venue. Oh, yeah. It's very you're good to hear. That's I mean, a great resource and a great tool. Yeah, personally, mm-hmm. I think they should go in the industrial complex, you know, a half mile down the road, you know, right there off of state. Was it at Ascot Parkway in that little industrial area back there? There's a lot of commercial down there. There's not a lot of residential around there, you know, just behind like French Mill and all that district there. There's a lot of commercial use over there or even on uh, was it Remington Drive, Mark Drive, you know, where that's all industrial over there. And there's a good amount of open space, you know. My two cents, I would maybe look for that, but maybe it's cheaper mm-hmm. for them to do it as part of the building with, you know, that, well, d- how do we say right? sliding it in the budget, you know? Well, yeah, but isn't that right by the new fire station or they're, they're redoing It's going to be right next door to it, yeah. yeah. When they're, they may when already that own that station. property, and if they have to go somewhere else, they may have to buy, if it's available, yeah, or any other property. Cost, yeah. yeah, and then there's mm-hmm. also zoning issues because now you got to, you know, change it from right. whatever to conditional use and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But... I think it should be considered, though. I definitely think that we should think about that and and consider that. It's a consideration, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel yeah. better after hearing what Chief Martin had said about, you know, the size of the fires, the conditions required. You know, there'll be, you know, 15 to 20 minute burns and there'd be an hour to two hours out of the day total. You know, they would do it when it wouldn't impact this and that and blah, blah, blah. You know, you're trying to minimize all those outside factors. And if it's if there's a no go condition, then you pull the plug on it, you know. So, but it's also, it's not just for us, it's for uh, all the surrounding districts, yeah, you know, they said, so what, I mean, 18, 18 other departments. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it's not just us, you know, so that helps and benefits everybody. Good topic, guys. Oh, it's a, it's lively, a really lively discussion. It well, sparked yeah. a fiery debate. Oh, Ooh. and Steve fan those flames. Yeah. <laughs> Can't extinguish those fa- flames. Just give me gas and maybe you want to light my farts. That's all. Oh, jeez. All right. Next topic. Do we? Uh, have next to topic is actually something I did not put on there, um, but it relates Ooh. to what we were just talking about. What? Uh, farting? What we talked about just before that. Um, <laughs> Fiery uh, gas. Um, oh, at, la- at last week's city council meeting, a couple ordinances were discussed and they're going to be brought out to vote next this coming week that where the natatorium and fire station one are both going to be getting renovation but fire station one is going to be renovated back to its original building like they're they're digging up they're digging up parts of fire station one that like it's still there underneath stuff wow and they're gonna bring it back to what it was when it was the one on front street right crossing yes yes the one that's near us Yes, that's yep. our fire station. Oh God! So they're gonna um, update that uh, fire station. It's gonna get new doors and windows. Then that is going to be getting uh, uh, the roof fixed, uh, HVAC systems, the skylights added on. I guess Nat's been around for 20 years now. Wow. Oh, okay. So skylights are cool. I, I thought it was longer than 20. I thought it was like 30. Well, I'm, this, tra- I'm trying to think right now. now that right now they're on their twenty on a twenty year life cycle. Okay, yeah, because I'm I'm trying to think of was it built when I was still in high school or was it after I was out of school? Because we just did our thirtieth, so you're old. Here since ninety five, and I think ninety seven. They then that was around. Okay, so yeah, I was after I was out. Yeah, I'm old. But yeah, I guess old. you know a lot of stuff like they're really gonna make it you know look at like the historic downtown. Oh, that'll be so fun. Okay. 
And now going back to what I had actually written. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not back to our regularly scheduled programming. On Wednesday, the Conservancy for Calga Valley National Park will host a talk by James Yuskamp. Uh, can I, yep, can I buy a vowel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At Happy Days Lodge, he will discuss the history of relying on environmentally destructive economic development and the policy proposal for the economy that aim for a more sustainable development without uh, degradation of the environment. Jen, that sounds just right up your alley. That's the stuff we were talking about, so that'd be cool. And finally, sign-ups for the sixth annual Calga Falls 3-on-3 basketball tournament are happening until August 4th. The tournament will happen at Lions Park Saturday, August 5th at 11 a.m. And you can sign up on the city's website. So this has is been it, going on for six four, years. Six years. This oh. is the sixth annual. Awesome. Is, is Alex still running it? I believe so. Yes. I think so. Okay. You well, go, awesome. Alex. Do your thing, man. Shout Do out. your thing. Yeah. No, it's it's a great time. It's fun. Well, I guess that goes back to this. We were talking about how long this has been going on. It's like, yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been. <laughs> That's true. Longer than the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he started that just before we, guys, we all got together. Wow, man. Time flies, man. Crazy. So, Suzanne, yes. what good news do you have this week? So, not only do I have good news, I have great news. Yeah. On Wednesday, Ohioans United for Reproduction Rights delivered over 700,000 petition signatures to the Office of Republican Ohio Secretary, of state Frank LaRose in downtown Columbus. This is nearly double the required number of signatures to put an amendment on the ballot this fall. LaRose and local election board will work together to verify at least 413,446 signatures are valid, which would secure a spot for the proposal on the November 7th ballot. So the proposed ballot measure um, will establish a fundamental right to reproduction freedom while also acknowledging the need for reasonable limits. It mirrors the language of a constitutional amendment that was approved by Michigan voters in November. It states that the restrictions imposed on abortions after a fetus reaches viability, typically around like the 24th week of pregnancy, should be based on evidence of patient health and safety benefits. So this standards aligns with the landmark uh, case of Roe versus Wade. So, however, of course, there's going to be opposition to it. Um, the opposition campaign led by Protect Ohio Women Ohio expected to be very well funded, of course, and they're downplaying the significance of the number of signatures collected. And they're even suggesting that they were gathered with the assistance of paid signature gathers funded in part of the American Civil Liberties Union. And they're smearing them, saying that they are anti-parent. So even though there are some challenges to it, the two recent legal rulings have favored the abortion rights amendment. The Ohio Supreme Court decided that the measure could proceed as a single issue rather than a two separate questions, um, which would have required like um, about twice the amount of signatures. And they also, the court deemed that the proposed amendment called to protect individual rights to make decisions about a range of reproduction care issues met the standard of applying to the quote unquote same general purpose. So that's very good news. I am definitely uh, pro uh, women's uh, rights to be able to uh, control their own bodies along with their doctor and make decisions. I think we're smart enough to make our own decisions about what is right for us. And it and, seems like uh, at least uh, 10% of uh, Ohio also agree just to get yeah. it on the get it on the ballot. Yeah. So absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know that awesome. they were they were everywhere trying to ask for signatures and stuff. I mean, I we were going to pick up some dog food and somebody was outside trying to get um, votes, so they hustled. I I believe I read somewhere that they got signatures for from every single county in Ohio, which is remarkable. Um. So, yeah, that that, you know, they did a great job. Good job. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive in the amount of time that they had to get that many signatures. So that's yeah. very good. Yeah, that really. Awesome. I mean, that's good job for women's rights. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. I know that they have a um, and maybe Kathy, if you could talk a little bit about this, about the um, election in August. Yeah. So the um, Monday, July 10th is the deadline 
that would be tomorrow, but depending on when you're hearing this, it might be too late. But that's the deadline to register for the register as a voter. Special election on eighth. That is that involves and I I can't quote it exactly, but that involves um, changing so that we can so that it requires sixty percent of the population to amend make amendments to the Constitution for Ohio. Issue one. Right. And currently it's 50% plus one. Right. So I suggest you vote no on that, but you know, you do your thing. (laughs) Vote no issue one on August 8th. Yes. Because uh, that you're, if you vote yes, that means that you want to take away your rights to amend the Ohio constitution and Mm -hmm. allow minority rule where 40% of Ohio gets to decide what the the laws they want to put on our constitution. I think an important way to place it would be that, if 59% of Ohioans want something added, they, they cannot do it because it has to be 60%. So it's yes, more major, super majority. Yes. Yeah. Which is extremely difficult to get. So basically, sure. if you vote yes, you're pro-fascism. So fuck you. <laughs> and Stephen always just lays it out for you. <laughs> yeah. well, well, you want to take well, away Ohioans' abilities to amend our constitution? Yeah. You're a fascist. Yeah. And that's what I what I'm amazed at with the amount of signatures collected and all the preventative measures that they got everything from every county they're looking at making sure that this still ends up on the ballot you know even if issue one does pass you know that everything all the Mm -hmm. criteria needed to get it on the ballot no matter what will still be there which is pretty amazing yes it is you know and i mean they haven't determined that right they still have like 10 days to do all the curing to figure out if we've met, like yes. if we would meet, so, even yeah. if August, if the August um, ballot well, initiative passed, we they could still get it on the amendment. They got to validate and, all the signatures. Yeah. And part of what was funny was that the Republican held, you know, I want to say House and Senate, whatever, that they wanted to get rid of the August elections. Because know, they were they, poorly attended and they cost poorly attended and they million, cost too much. Yes. Over twenty but million. But now that these two issues or this issue is coming up, you know, because this and legalizing marijuana, I think it was also going to be on there or at least presented um, that these two issues are going to present themselves. Now, all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, maybe we need to go back and have a special election, you know, because yeah. <laughs> they want to be able to, you know, try to protect it where, oh, now we go from a simple majority to a, you know, super majority in order to amend the constitution of the state. And it's just, it's laughable. You know, it is. it's like it's you guys want to play the game when it works for you. But now when, you know, we're playing the game to make sure we have enough signatures to make sure, we, you know, we're jumping through all the hoops and getting all the red tape that we need. And you're still trying to find ways to circumvent the system and block those rights and whatever. I mean, it's taking away democracy. It is. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, no, this is protecting democracy. You know, we need to have a super majority, you know, to protect your rights and protect this. And protect. it's like. Just because those rights align with what you believe doesn't mean that's, yeah, Yeah. that's not, you know, that's not, you know, how a democracy works, you know. And I I think that it's important to realize that this is not just about um, women's rights. I mean, it is kind of they're playing on that. But if you go and you agree with this, I mean, that's the tables could possibly turn. I mean, there could become a majority. We have a lot of young voters that are coming out that you may not agree with what their point of view is. And it could come back to bite you in the butt. And they could be using this against things that you do not want to have, you know, amend, you know, amendment on your constitution. So it's like it's really important to understand that you got to look at the bigger picture on what this is actually doing. It is taking away your right to be able to have a voice in our democracy, what is in our constitution, what we believe in, what we want to see. And, you know, it, it may be like, hey, my team's winning right now. That's fantastic. But that could change. And it's probably going to change. I mean, our, our the next generation is a lot more liberal in their thinking. And you're going to have problems going <laughs> further if you don't agree with some of the things that they're doing. So you got to look at this in the bigger picture and say, what is it? You may just be looking at it and saying this is about this particular issue, whether or not a woman has a right to her own body or not. And um, but it's going to be it, it could cause, uh, you know what I'm trying to say, it's, it could cause issues, you know, further on in the future for you if you go ahead and just kind of vote for that. Well, it's even, you know, people, yeah, it, we're not a true democracy or we're a representative republic. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I understand all that crap. But, you know, 
kind of on a side note to that where it's, you know, if it starts with this, then there's a lot of states right now, which I don't know if it's working its way into Ohio yet, but they want to ban, you know, gender affirming care, you know, and it's like, if you want to go with that particular set, there's a lot of things that go with gender affirming care that people didn't consider, you know, taking Viagra, taking testosterone supplements, you know, for, you know, losing this or losing that, you know, men who have, you know, got a mask where they have, you know, the man boobs, they want to have plastic surgery to remove that. That's gender affirming care. Yeah. You, know, you want to get more in line with what it, it, you it's believe healthcare. as a man. They're trying to limit health care. They're limiting health care. Yeah, but you they're, know, they're trying to like control they don't, the people's they don't look bodies and what that. they can do. And they're also going to try to control doctors, what doctors can or cannot do. And no, on yep. top of all that, and the only reason why they're doing it is to, is to push people to the to the polls. They're, they're making people yeah. afraid of a tiny proportion of the whole population. These are scary people. These are terrible people. You should be against these people. You should vote for us because we're against these people. That's all this is. This is a fucking propaganda technique. But it's also it's it's having real world consequences for the real world people's lives, and it, it's making people making they're making them others. They're an other. Uh, Mexicans and, and, are an and, other. They're not uh, human yeah. anymore. They're not they're human anymore. So therefore, it's and, and, okay to hate them. It's okay to vote against them. It's not about the. And it's uh, okay to kill it's, them. It's because... not about the economy. It's not about anything else. They're making the environment. They're making uh, elections about the others. And yeah, and it's like and they want to play it, the word, the morally superior, you know, we're all religious, you know, marriage, this, and we need to protect life. We need to do this. It's like, in, was it the top 10 red states that have gun violence or uh, gun deaths, whatever, gun are deaths. red states, you know, fetal uh, deaths, poverty. red states, yep. childhood poverty, mortality. red states, divorce yeah. rates, red states. Yeah. You know, it's like all these things that are leading the pack what are red states, the ones red who states. get the aid. Yeah, the, the top 10 states that get receive aid from the federal government are red states, but yet they're turning these people to sit there and say, oh, we're, you know, they're coming to get you and your rights and this and that and the way we are as Americans. It's like, dude, you know, you're not realizing that they're pulling the wool over your fucking eyes. You know, it's like they're, they're hitting on the talking There's, points. And if they were really the party of value and whatnot, they would be taking care of their other people and taking care of, you know. Well, maybe we should look at why are they, all these people getting divorced? Why are all these infant deaths, you know, why the infant mortality rate is so high for these people? Why are all these, you know, these states here getting all this aid from the government when, you know, government's bad. You know, these people are lazy, but yet you guys are the ones who fucking have it. You know, it's, I don't know. I'm just rambling. Well, get off my they don't box. realize that they don't, that's not important. What's important is that you hate the same people we hate. Yes, it's that us versus it them mentality. It has no, nothing to do with the actual reality of the situation or what actually things are going on and happening. Who gets what aid it has nothing to do with any of that. They're convinced that we are the enemy because we are the others and we support the others. And we, we support dissonance. a moral activity, quote unquote. Hey, guys, it's, it's, on that note, <laughs> guess what time it is? What time is it? Bart's Arts, Bart's Arts, Bart's Arts, Bart's Arts. Bart's Arts. What's going on? There it is. <laughs> Steven's all pissed. He's like, I'm not doing it. I hate you all. Bart, wow, us with some wonderful art. Yes, yes. This is a good podcast, man. We are doing, we're doing good. So... July 14th, Chicago-based marching band Muka Paza. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. As good as I could say it. (laughs) They will be performing at the Gents Building. Uh, They're currently touring to promote their new album called Get Pumped. Ooh, Get Pumped. Uh, Next, Faces on Front uh, gallery show at the Gents Building will be opening on July 13th, this Thursday. Photography by... uh, Coop, uh, regular down in the Jenks building. Uh, so this one looks like it's going to be pretty good. So what's Faces oh. on Front Street? Uh, it'd be Faces of People. Oh. On, Front on Front Street? Oh, yeah. okay. It's a bunch wow. of faces. Wow, nice theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, uh, sorry, I'm completely lost now. <laughs> <laughs> Restart. We broke Bart. Crafty Mart will be having a pop-up night market on downtown Fridays on July 28th. From six to ten. Yay! So Where's that? that? Be, uh, downtown. Just downtown. Uh, down at downtown Fridays. Oh, okay. Crafty Mart cover encompasses like all participating groups, or yeah, they're having a pop-up night market. Oh, 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 oh! Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, they're sponsoring it, and then every all the other businesses yeah. are going to join. Yeah. Got well, it. It's, it's, it's gonna it's, it's yeah. Crafty Mart, but they're having it downtown. Okay. So it'll be in the pavilion. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I now understand. Got it. It's with Woo! the faces. I swear. Uh, I and hopefully there will be faces there. 
because <laughs> there's no faces there, but there's people. Also, creepy. Be really scary. Yeah, that'd be creepy. But if that happens, we'll report it <laughs> that there was faceless people. Yeah, and then our podcast Friday. will become famous. It Even would. more famous than it already is. We are pretty famous. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I get stopped in the street for autographs all the time. All the time. Famous in our own minds. No, no doubt. <laughs> faceless, faceless people on Front Street. Maybe like 25 other people have ever heard of us. <laughs> That's okay. I'm all right with that. I don't know. For some people, we are faceless because they've never seen us. They've do, like, do, never do. heard us. Yeah. They don't know who. There you go. Who are these people? Never heard of these people. We should dress as insane count clown plus juggalos and juggalettes. That's right. Magnets. How do they work? Sorry. I went there. Well, I'm going to end Bart starts on a sad note. Oh, uh, funny stop. Co-owner Pete Barricat passed away on Tuesday. He's been running funny stop since 2000 with his brother when they bought it from the previous owner. Yeah, Mike had a, Mike had an interesting story. He heard um why don't you tell it you were telling me about it? It was just uh so I listen to Alan Cox show, so Mary T- Santor is on there on the afternoon. She's a you know, comic. Travels around, whatever, blah blah blah. And she would come down here and do shows. And I guess the first time she put this on Instagram, the first time she came down here, she swore like five or six times or something like that during her little set and he came up on stage. You know, as she was leaving, whenever he's like, you know, you're just you're going to be nothing but a dive bar uh, was a dive bar comic and this and that, you know, and basically banned her from the club. So like six months later, she comes back in or whatever, you know, it's one of the other comics, you know, Bill Squire vouched for her and stuff, got her in there and she crushed it. She, he was like, oh, I'm going to give you like a five or 10 minute set, something like that. And she just crushed, did a whole like half hour, 40 minute set or something like that, crushed it. He was still skeptical and like, but she kind of kept coming back. And then after a while. They became really good friends, and she had said that he was the one who had told her, don't stay here in Ohio, go to L.A., go to New York, you know, make something of yourself, you're a great comic, this and that. But then still, quote unquote, banter from the club, you know, that was like his thing was, you <laughs> yeah, know, if people were, you know, yeah, it's like one of those, scary. yeah, it was, he was one of those guys where it's like, you know, he was very difficult to get along with or whatever as a comic, I guess. But once you got in with him, he had your back 100%, you know, and he was really good with everyone that came through and whatnot, but. I mean, the story was much better. I mean, she had like seven or eight paragraphs written about it, you know, and it was it was pretty cool. But it was just, I guess, the kind of guy he was. Like, there were other comics mm-hmm. saying that that's just how he was. You know, it's he was very, you know, joking with everybody, and but you know, had his standards and stuff. Yeah, down. had his standards. You know, you you know, you may piss him off, and then you know, be on his band list for a little bit. But then if you came back, proved yourself, you had your back 100. percent I read an article that was talking about him and um, given his biography, and said he actually heckled a lot of the comedians. He oh, really? He heckled them himself. <laughs> you know, you're in for a rough time. Uh, owners we, heckling you. We right? actually witnessed that one time. There was a guy up there oh, one really? time. It was, it was like an open mic night. And then we were there for the headliner, but there was that open mic guys coming before the show. Mm-hmm. And he started, he was like a conservative comic. He started having conservative, this is during the Trump era. And he yeah. was talking about Trump this and Trump that and a conservative area. And then, then the, the owner, he was booing it from the back of the, he was, get the fuck out. He turned the lights off. <laughs> 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 Love it. So we want to thank our listeners for joining us this week. Uh, we we had a packed show. Yeah, it was we a did. turbulent one. There was a lot of ups and downs. So yeah. hope you're able to to follow, ride the roller coaster with us. Yeah. Well, vote I think it was no good for information. fascism. Yes. yes. Vote no yes. on issue one on yes. August eighth. No for yes. fascism. Yes. I uh, think remember, we can all agree with that. <laughs> uh, I agree. Yes. Uh, remember, we do want to hear your ideas, potential interviewees, for articles. For ideas for the show, you can shout all those out to us at, what's the email address? Fallsfreepress at gmail.com. All right. You can also shout them out to us on Facebook. We're the Falls Free Press. Falls Free Press, yes. So, not Cuyahoga uh, Falls Free Press. No. Not the, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, Cuyahoga Falls News Press. No. Not the Cuyahoga Falls News Press. Not the, yeah. Falls Free Press. A.K.A. US, USA Today, a.k.a. the Akron Beacon Journal. Akron Beacon Journal, yeah. <laughs> Chicago Falls News Press is the Akron Beacon Journal. Mm-hmm. Free and Press be, is us. Be sure to rate and review us on whatever podcast catcher you use. And I guess for now, we'll say goodbye. Hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll see you on crisp number 100. Woohoo! Oh, exciting. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye.
Yeah, hundred will be good. We should we should do the hundred one in our in our underwear just to celebrate. Driveway <laughs> drinking. We should do it drunk. Oh yeah, my right. gosh, yeah. Take a, it, well, we can take gummies and then we can be drinking and then. We, you know, and that would be Bart, an Bart will drive one. the bus. Bart will be yeah. the bus on that one. Yeah, we should do that special somewhere. Yeah, I we know. FallsCast is a production of the Falls Free Press in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Please check out the Falls Free Press at fallsfreepress.com or on social media at facebook.com slash fallsfreepress. We thank you for listening to this episode, which was recorded and edited by Bart Sullivan. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell your call to Falls friends and family so they can listen as well. Hey everybody, what time is it? Tool time! It's tool time! Oh, I was gonna say the false cast. Oh, I didn't oh. know we were doing that. Oh man. Oh god, that's oh. what I was I was hoping for today, not the other, not the other. <laughs> I was gonna say false cast. Maybe take two. <laughs> <laughs>